Well, good morning. I'm Bishop Robert. Come on in and have a seat in my study. Let's you and I spend a few minutes together and consider a verse of Scripture. My hope is that it speaks to your heart, your mind, and your soul. And I hope you'll be back often. Welcome. Some people have a green thumb, meaning they're great at gardening skills. My wife is one of them. Our front yard is filled with delightful arrays of Florida native plants and bushes designed to attract birds and butterflies. Our back patio also has its perimeter filled with even more plants and flowers. But our neighbors, Lena and Greg, are the epitome of plant management prowess, growing everything from beautifully flowering plants to fruits and even herbs. A visit to their home is like stepping into a corner of Eden. As for me, I enjoy the view and the butterflies, but aside from carrying some heavy stuff from time to time, I'm pretty useless. I can't even remember the names of most of the things we've planted. You know who else likes gardens? God. Let's take our first look at today's verse. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. One of the things I've learned from watching my wife and my friends care for their gardens is this. Gardens are a lot of work. To maintain their beauty requires significant attention, not quite rising to the level of constant, but close. Everything's got to be watered. Some plants have to be moved from time to time, and after they get moved, they require even closer attention and care until they get established. And the weeding never ends. Managing growth requires regular pruning. In the 15th chapter of John's Gospel, Jesus is teaching his closest disciples about fruitfulness with images of a vineyard. What makes this teaching even more poignant is that he and his disciples are gathered around the table of the Last Supper. Jesus knows that night will end in his arrest, trial, and execution, and he's sharing some important lessons with his closest friends before that happens. Christ begins the teaching by telling them that he is the true vine. The Lord knows there's no shortage of vines that are not true. Some of those might appear to be better, but they'll draw you away from his Father who keeps the vineyard. Jesus is the true vine. And that main vine is the very source of life to the branches. It's the vine that nourishes the branches, and their capacity for fruitfulness is a function of remaining connected. Jesus said he was the vine, and we're the branches. And as we remain in him, he maintains his connection to us, and this results in much fruitfulness. This is why spending time each day tending to our connection to the vine is so important. All we have that truly matters in life is actually delivered to us by our connection to Him. True peace, abundant grace, 
total forgiveness, vibrant holiness, spiritual gifts, and godly talents to be employed for his kingdom. All these are found only in him. Our fruitfulness is a function of how well we're connected to the vine. Now, there are only three actions the one who keeps the vineyard can take with respect to the vine. He can graft in, he can cut off, and he can prune. Grafting is the process that connects a branch to the major vine or the rootstock. And though there are multiple methods used depending on the size and age of the sin, the new vine, they all involve making cuts in both in order to place the cut areas together. The sin is actually inserted into the rootstock. And after they're placed together, the joint is bound and supported, allowing life-giving sap from the rootstock to enter the sin. Over time, the joint heals. The two are joined together and actually become one. We who know Christ as our Lord are like wild olive shoots that have been grafted into him, the cultivated and strong root vine. We have been bound together or placed into Christ and grafted in so that we can share the nourishment that comes from him. The intent of the graft is so the new shoot will benefit from the great strength of the root vine becoming strong and bearing fruit. Now, the second action that can be taken by the keeper of the vineyard is to break branches off. Paul, in speaking to this very issue to the church in Rome, tells them that some of the branches from the nation of Israel have been broken off because of unbelief. The contrast is that they have chosen to abandon their faith we who remain grafted in stand by faith. When sin is allowed to enter in, it blocks the flow of spiritual life within us. Like a clogged cardiac artery, restricted blood flow impacts health, strength, and stamina. Unchecked, it can be fatal. Sin is not static, it grows. And when it's fully grown, it results in death. Unhampered sin is a virulent cancer. Its end is always death. It must be removed or it will cause you to be removed from the vine when your sin kills your faith. The natural branches rejected Messiah because their belief was killed by unbelief. Do not be arrogant, but be afraid. For if God did not spare the natural branches, he'll certainly not spare you either. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. The final action the keeper of the vineyard can take is to prune fruitful branches so they become even more fruitful. Pruning maximizes fruit production by removing limbs or shoots. And it's often done in concert with training, which is bending limbs or shoots in specific orientations. Training involves tree development and form. 
whereas pruning involves function and size. Both are used to maximize the fruitfulness of the branch. Now, pruning is, by definition, a dwarfing process. It's a deliberate choice by the vine dresser to remove one aspect of the branch so another aspect can benefit and be more fruitful. Pruning isn't punishment. Pruning is a means of focusing us on core aspects of our mission. The Father examines every branch that does bear fruit, and then in his wisdom, he prunes them to make them even more fruitful. Our faith in him allows us to trust his hand as he prunes. He sees things we cannot, and he knows our future. His pruning is expert and prepares us for what we cannot yet see. Is it painful? Of course. I believe that's why Jesus speaks in that same teaching to encourage his disciples and tells them, remain in me and I will remain in you. He knows that no branch can bear fruit unless it remains in the vine. As he prunes and removes things from your life, trust him. He's a good father and an expert gardener. Be at peace in the pruning and look to him. He'll comfort you, but more importantly, he'll increase your faith and your fruitfulness. It's all about the Father's glory. You, bearing much fruit, proving yourselves to be Christ's disciples. That gives glory to our Heavenly Father. <sighs> Cut away, Lord, whatever it takes. Increase our faithfulness and our fruitfulness for your glory. Hey, thanks for joining me today on Mornings with Bishop Robert. I hope you're enjoying spending a few minutes together as we share conversations that illustrate insights and truth from God's Word. Would you consider sharing these conversations with your family and friends? They'll be glad you did. On our website, CEEC. Dot church. Today's devotional is available to be read in 17 languages. Just click, choose your language down at the bottom, and have at it. And if you've got a prayer need, just send me an email. You can reach me at robert at bishoprobert.com. Now until we get together again, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come upon you and remain with you. Amen. <music>